What's shaking YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of Lomox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week. We have a full panel of panelists. So as always, today is Thursday. So let's get the show started right away. We can't play any music because you know people want to get to the content. But uh psych. You can skip ahead if you don't want to hear. All right, five minutes into the show. I meant no, that's it, right? No, we no, have, we have an honorary I, member that must be represented on Thursday nights. Come on. JB said it, it must be done. The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya, I'm a rhyme writer. Lock stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. Your nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib, come with the verses. Yeah. 
now, now, now school me is there a history there, there is a educate me is there a yeah. a, a reason there's is a history to the honorary member of randall park yeah it's freestyle yes. friday we represent freestyle friday so randall gotcha. park. so gotcha. freestyle music and then freestyle rap okay. and if, if you pay attention rap. close to that video wayne brady brady's in the background and i think yeah. three of the other guys were on the cast of hamilton uh two of them the white dude and the black dude are from oakland and then the indian guy i think is uh anyway check out the whole video because they all freestyle gotcha. pretty dope they all freestyle pretty dope uh gotcha, gotcha. Pretty, speaking of pretty dope laura say what's good to people uh, hi guys welcome in i'm so glad we have JB, jb back with us because this is gonna be like a full panel we're gonna have so many good things to talk about i'm excited to have you back i've missed your smile thank you speaking of smiles jb say what's good how you doing everybody welcome back to another edition of the ofer list aka the shakers list i'm jb sit back relax enjoy the show man come on and marty would you like to have our opening blessing Yes, namaste, geeks and geeksette. Thank you for joining us. May the comic gods shower you with blessings of comics and fill your long boxes with golden, <laughs> silver, bronze, and modern comics. Excelsior. Excelsior, you did it. Ugh. Yes, well. there was a comment well. from last yeah. week's show that said, you know, when you put your hands together, do the Excelsior. So shout out. To that nice. person that left that See, comment. For pay that. attention to what you guys say for most for the most part, kind of. Anyway, this show is sponsored by our friends over cupprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. And this here week, Shakers List we do every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, regardless of what's going on. Who who wants an NFL between the Lions and the Packers? Anyway, also our good friends of Bird City Comics. You just kind of go to LOTLB to get 50% off anything in a Bird City Comics store. I think Ms. Laura has something to show y'all what's yeah. dropping and when. This actually just dropped a couple hours ago over at the Bird City Comics site. This is gone. Um, if you guys are familiar with Distillery, it is a created creator-owned publishing company. So Jacques wrote, did the interiors, and he did one of the covers that we're offering. This is the Christian Ward which I love. And that is the Jacques cover called the labyrinth, which shows one of the main characters kind of weaving her way under the city. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like this one. I really like this one. This yeah. One's, that one's yeah, been getting so much attention. Nice. It's crazy. People just like the coloring and everything. So yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And if you want a text alert for when any of these covers drop, make sure to text the word exclusive to 833-550-0802. Yes, Very and it's well. an active line. We get all the responses back to our phones. Yeah, so be uh, don't be inappropriate. You know who you are. There's all some right. people that are so funny, though. It's like yeah. Coverprice.com, Shakers of the Week for September 28th, and this is in alphabetical order, not by any particular value. So let's kick off the offer list with the first one. What do we got? Yeah, absolutely. Shaker number one is Amazing Spider-Man, oh, number yeah. one, by John Romino Jr. DF Marvel... Romino? John Romita Jr. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I got to wet my whistle for this one. Okay. <laughs> John Romita Jr., DF Marvel Authentic Sketch Marvel, published in 1999. Now, the DF, if you guys don't know, it's Dynamic Forces. This week, we have a rare gem to showcase for our shaker list. Please be careful if you want to buy one similar for your collection because several versions are available. We'll discuss it later. First, Dynamic Forces, most popularly known as DF, has been specializing in autographed comics and exclusive variants for quite some time now. 
Regarding distribution, they are considered one of the top five online retailers in the U.S. Many other companies, websites, artists, etc. regularly seeks out DF as an excellent source for their comic book needs. Back to the feature in review. In 1999, DF decided to create their variant of Volume 2, Amazing Spider-Man number 1. Under the Marvel Authentics moniker, complete with COAs and limited release copies. Out of the signature issues distributed, there are four different versions available. Spidey Sense Sketch, signed by John Romita. Head Sketch, signed by John Romita. A signature series, Stan Lee. And a version, a version signed by John Romita. You're, 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 you're cutting close to the line. Am I, am, am I walking the line? Am I walking, <laughs> walking the line? The line? Am I, I'm on thin ice here. I see it already. John Romita Sr. and Stan Lee together. Besides these signature versions, there are 6,500 unsigned copies in circulation. As in the case of books featured here. This week, Amazing Spider-Man number one, Dynamic Fourth. Dynamic Forces Authentics Red Label CGC 10.0 sold for an all-time high of $1,250. Good Lord. 10.0 red labels are a big deal. Other unsigned copies are more than readily available. Still, there is a slew of different prices, raw versions, graded issues, etc. And... Here's why we mentioned care. Depending on which issue you're looking for, please request current photos. If you're buying online, since you don't have the physical book to look over. Also, be advised that there are universal and qualified versions. So amazing. I don't even like this one. cover. <laughs> I don't like the giant. I don't even like this cover. I don't I mean, like the giant <laughs> box on there. Just like just blank box it just kind of like you know what i'm saying it's just i don't understand why that's there what's the point of that that's got to be where they did a, uh, the, the signatures because they were talking about doing there were 6,500 that were unsigned, but there was a whole set of these that were signed. So that was probably yes. a spot where they signed them. I'm still not <sighs> digging it, man. Yeah, I remember oh, the good old days of digging the sketch yeah. cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just remember the good old days of like dynamic forces and is it with uh, another universe.com? <clears throat> I was like the only place you can get like like true variants that were signed with COA. I mean, this was God. I want to say early two thousands. I mean, now there's a bunch of on time online retailers like you know like uh, Bird City Comics and KRS Comics. And <laughs> I'll stop right there. Those two, and that's it. Uh, and that's uh, it. That's those, those the only two. two that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So uh, ASM number one, the John Roll. Romano Jr. <laughs> Rom- yeah. Romita. Romana. Oh, man. Romana. You were getting crushed in the chat, man. Yeah, hey, like man, that. I like the you, cheese on my, two, on my Tuscan chicken was my favorite one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, last week, we, you know, Laura was just gunning for me to fumble a few times. I was. We're going a drink for every fumble from every panel member now. People are going to be drunk by the first like three times. All right. <laughs> ASM number one, the John Romita Jr. Dynamic Forces Marvel Authentic Sketch from 1999 at 10.0. Wow. For a uh, cool 1250. Not bad at all. Now, this one's crazy. I, I dig this cover. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay, next up, we have classic Popeye number 30, the Steve Mannion 1 in 10 from IDW back in 2012. Many view Popeye as a relic of the past. 
but he's an iconic character with a massive fan base. They turned out big time when IDW announced they would release a classic Popeye run, reprinting stories from the original writer and artist Bud Sagendorf. On top of that, IDW sporadically feature high concept art on various covers. Still, their dedication can only do so much, and while popular, it didn't blow retailers away. That's why so few opted to order enough copies to secure this high-concept 1 in 10 Manion variant. And that might have been a missed opportunity. This book is a darling for Popeye fans, and it's hard to find. So much so that there's only one book listed on the CGC census, and that's a 9.8. However, there is conflicting information and listings on the availability of other graded books. Our database lists a CGC 9.6 sold for $60 earlier this year. Numerous articles are citing multiple copies of this book on the census. Still, there is only one on the site, and it recently sold for a massive $775. It's been a herky-jerky riser over the years, hitting the market in 2018 for $471 before being traded repeatedly for less. It hit a low of $114 before this most recent sale. It appeals to Popeye collectors especially, but also Mannion diehards as a It's a prime example of his brilliant style. Take a peek for yourself and see. It's truly incredible. As the price one collector paid, do you like it? I love it. As the price one collector paid to make theirs, to think this book may have faded into the comic book abyss and had more eyes gotten on this series thanks to the final issue. Classic classic Popeye number 65 brought the heat with an incredible zombie-centric cover pushing more fans than ever to revisit this series and rediscover one other fantastic covers from this run. I don't even remember this being op- like an opportunity or an option this. for us. It's such a gore. I love this. It takes me back to the days very similar to Calvin and Hobbes sort it of does. style. You know, yes. isn't, it, isn't it amazing? I love. I was this given. <clears throat> I was kind of getting Max vibes from it. Um, you know, this yeah, like, Max. The veins yes, in the Max. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at that all yeah. veiny and shit. Um, uh, I was. Yeah. I thought his name was Pluto, but, hey, but somebody man. in the, some in life said his name was Bluto. I saw a Bluto. Is yeah. it Bluto? Bluto. Bluto. Yeah. Bluto. Bluto. And, what, and then olive oil, olive. right? Is that her? Olive, olive oil. oil. Olive oil. Yeah. Look at how they drew olive oil. That's not, that's not the typical look for olive oil. It's either. really not. She's like all yeah. linky and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah she but she I would was, like yeah. to have more curves on her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or a curve. Really? I mean, if this if this was a a cover that was easily available, I'd definitely. Definitely would love to pick something like this up, but yeah, but a little bit out of my range right now. That's Popeye number 30, Steve Manning, one in 10 from Ida W from 2012, $775 for a CC 9.8. All right, you know, it wouldn't be a shaker show without some uh horror books, right? I wonder if Ooh. anybody actually has this. Mm. Next up on the list, we've got The Creature issue number one, originally published in 1963 from Dell. Dive deep into comic book history with us and uncover a classic that's recently surfaced in the collector's market. The Creature Issue Number 1, published by Dell in December of 1963. 
Now, established in 1929, Dell Comics was renowned for its varied titles from adaptations of beloved TV shows and movies to captivating original titles. This particular issue taps into a timeless piece of pop culture, delving into the realm of supernatural and aquatic horror. And while the lore of the creature is legendary, the book's sales history is as enigmatic as the narrative it contains. For context on this issue's allure, examine the sales data. A pristine copy graded at a 9.6 fetched a staggering $4,080 on September 25th. For those attuned to collectible comics, this price is notable not just for its magnitude, but its timing. Consider... Just a decade earlier, a 9.4 copy sold for a mere 100 bucks on April 6, 2011. Now, the substantial price difference between these grades highlights the evolving market and growing interest in this title. Intriguingly, the book's second print, often presumed less valuable as it's not the inaugural release, records the highest sale for its grade. A 9.4 grade of the second print achieved an impressive $780 sale on the same September 25th. Now, the sale underscores the second print's rarity in mint condition and reaffirms the escalating appeal of the creature in recent times. What's driving this sharp rise in prices? An enthusiasm for the creature issue number one, you ask? Without a movie or TV adaptation on the horizon, the mounting interest likely stems from a renowned appreciation for vintage horror stories, Dell's distinctive narrative flair, and simply the rarity of finding such issues in prime conditions. One thing is crystal clear. The creature has reemerged, creating ripples in the collector's arena. Whether you're a horror aficionado, an admirer of Dell's storytelling, or an investor scouting for rare finds, the creature issue number one is a must. The comic realm often reveals treasures in the least expected places, and this Dell issue is undoubtedly a shining example. Dive in while you can, my friends. So <clears throat> timing is everything, but comment sometimes because Reef had just posted <laughs> this right before I had shown this. I'm pretty sure he was talking about olive oil. I think he then was. this popped up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I hope it, I hope well, it, this is yeah. Be your ex right here. I'm like, absolutely we, sorry, brother. I am so sorry for you, but uh, well, that's why she's his ex. Hey, there you go, man. Creature from the Black Lagoon. The creature, the creature yes. number one from Dell, 1963. What was 4, it? The creature from the blue was it the black blue lagoon? The black, the black lagoon. The, the black blue lagoon, lagoon is Brook Shields. Okay, that's a Brook Shields film. That's <laughs> like I said, the creature. From, no, I'm just kidding. What? The creature from the black lagoon. No, 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 yeah. no. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Oh my surprised, god, that movie! I'm surprised they never remade this film, right? I mean, there's certain like uh, monster movies that have has have they made? I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure they never remade it. The creature issue number one, 1963, four grand and nine point six. Somebody in there yeah. in live chat said they had two raw dogs. So uh, really, wow! Bring nice. those bad boys out and see what you get, man. Good for you, brother. Is this a chance for people to get on the board? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, let's see. oh, shaker number four is Deadpool number one, a Scotty Young variant by Marvel, published in 2012. Deadpool and Scotty Young is genuinely a perfect match. This 2012 Scotty Young variant has been a hit with fans and collectors since its initial release. 
This particular image has been placed on hats, shirts, and backpacks and sold by Marvel for years. It is a defining image for young certain style and one of it. It's not his most popular covers. This book has always sold very well on the aftermarket, but this past week saw a new high for a raw in form of $111 for a near mint copy. The all-time high is $200 for a CGC 9.8, which was in June 2022. So this sale eclipsing $100 is big. Scotty Young has a huge fan base that buys every cover he drops, and his earlier Marvel covers are all seeking an uptick in prices. It wouldn't be a shock to see this variant continue to trending up as as his popularity grows with each new cover. Wow. <clears throat> Deadpool issue number one, the Scotty Young variant from 2012, $111 in a near mint 9.0 to 9.4. I remember like the most, or the most expensive one or rare one, hot one. Oh. It was, the Scotty Young one was the what if Scotty uh, uh, Deadpool one. Do you remember that one? I thought it was the one that was like, it, it looks like um, old engine art. What do you call that? It's, it doesn't look like Scotty Young, but it's like a robot looking cover. Maybe something no, like yeah, there, Scotty Young did a what if uh, Venom, uh, uh, a what if Deadpool issue. Uh, and that one was like for the longest time. That was like in a 9.8, that was like a $1,500 book. For was really? it the one with the uh, the Venom mouth open up with the tongue going out? Yeah, and the side profile, and yeah. Yes, I, I yes. do remember that one. That yeah. was a very popular. That's his most I have a question for the chat real quick. You know, we got 88 strong in the chat. You guys are fantastic. We really do appreciate you. And if you're watching on the Rewind, we really do appreciate you as well. But are you guys fans of Scotty Young now? There you go. What if Venom? I, became I feel like Deadpool? I was a I was a fan early on in my collecting, but now not so much. I want to say yeah. I was a fan, but I did pick up quite a few of his books. Um, just basically the covers I thought were, in a sense, adorable. You know, like I've always been a huge yeah. Calvin and Hobbes fan, right? And so I love I love that type of artwork. And so Scotty Young sort of reminded me of of that in, in a sense. So for some time I was picking that up, but not so much now. Not so much yeah. in now anymore. No, early on, I was really, I was, you know, I was enamored by it and I was collecting it. And now I'm like, nah, seems a little childish. Yeah. Look well, for his just... sketchbook called Junk. It came out in like the late 2000s, like 2008 or 2009. If you can find that sketchbook, it's worth like over a grand. But there's just or not a lot fuck, of them. Yeah. Or Fuck Fairyland. Remember that? Uh, was I do. I do. Yeah. Did the covers yeah, and had, internals on that? Yeah. And I think he wrote that yeah, too. I had yeah. like, well, did. I had issues like, I have issues like one, one through three or something like that. And I just kind of got tired of that after a while. Damn. What a fickle panel. All right. Deadpool <laughs> issue number one, Scotty Young, 2012, $111. What do we have up next? All right. This one's really cool. So Elephant Men number 32. This is J. Scott Campbell, the one in 15 from Image that came out in 2011. J. Scott Campbell may be most famous for his work at Marvel, specifically on The Amazing Spider-Man, but he has also had a prolific career working on indie comics. Campbell got his start at Wildstorm Productions and went on to co-create Gen 13. He then moved on to help form Cliffhanger Imprints and would launch Danger Girl. Some of his lesser known and more rare covers would come on his run on Elephant Men. Elephant Men number 18 would be his first cover in the series and was accompanied by a sketch variant. 
His next cover would be for Elephant Men number 30, which was the regular cover, but it's still pretty hard to find. His next two covers in the series, number 31 and 32, would both be 1 in 15 incentive covers. These last two covers are extremely rare, as we've only recorded a combined three sales for them. In fact, this week saw our first recorded sale of Elephant Men number 32 of a raw copy for a whopping $250 on September 24th. It's always worth a dig in the local comic shop back bins, but good luck finding these rare gems. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this cover. There's, there's a lot going on there's, in here. Man. There's obviously there's Elephant Man holding a sword, but there's also a Zebra Man holding a gun. And I think that's a Robin Hood looking type chick holding what, a sword. sword yeah. as what's well. in the yeah. moon jumping it, in the what's that's in an the alligator? Moon? I think. There's a domino yeah. looking character it's right a there. Lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Very distinctive yeah. Uh, art. I like style a busy cover though. The ladies. I, I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys? I don't know. By the way, I to mention to everybody watching, if you you know, comment your favorite cover that you see tonight, whether it's in the top ten list or if we peruse the live stuff afterwards. Comment your favorite cover in the comments afterwards to be entered into the next drawing. And make sure you comment on Tuesday show to get entered into today's giveaway. Here's my favorite. I lied. This is my favorite cover of this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i've got this read oh man Fury of furries what. hey good luck with that one brother how do we pronounce how do can we all agree on how to pronounce the uh, genus 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 genus, genus. genus. laura genus. i would have said genus 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 all right genus. everybody we're going with genus not genius but genus yes yeah, i could be wrong oh man this is an important book and let me sit back and Enjoy the story on this one. At number six on the list, we've got Genus, issue number one, originally published in 1993 from Antarctic Press. Now, we've mentioned multiple times how the 90s was a prime time for anthropomorphic comic book characters. Well, Antarctic Press added a twist to it with this book, making said anthropomorphic characters mm, quite erotic. It was an immediate hit garnering a dedicated audience that was clamoring for more. Well, they got it with issue number two when Antarctic Press leaned into that erotic side and made this an adult-only title. Genus would continue for over 70 issues across multiple publishers, each of them ramping up the adult-only content. Still, fans of the genre love to visit the original when they can find it, that is. This book only has 21 copies on the CGC census with a whopping single book coming in at 9.8. Now, recently, that CGC 9.8 copy came to market and sold for an impressive $725. Wow. Now, the only comparison in our database is a CGC 9.4 copy that sold in April of this year for 148 bucks now that's a massive disparity but fitting due to the delicate nature of the series and the limited number of high quality copies with the furry culture growing steadily over the years members like to look at this book as one of the springboards that brought said culture to a broader audience 
Despite some of its divisiveness, members are willing to drop top dollar to acquire a copy of this book in whatever grade, with raw copies rarely dipping below a hundred bucks. Hmm. Interesting. Furry Genus culture. Yeah, furry culture. Yeah. That's very furry. interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's there's furry conventions. There's furry yeah. all kinds of stuff. Genus Number One, Antarctic Press, 1993. Here's the thing. If you're into furries, then this isn't even the first comic you should think about. Like, uh, I think it's Omaha the Cat Dancer came out in like 1986. Do you remember that? No. 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 Google it. It's worth a Google. Omaha the, is it, Omaha, now, is the it a, Cat Dancer. Is it? Is it a culture? Is it a, I guess. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Is it? It's, okay. It's interesting. It I was watching that prank show and they pranked somebody in these costumes and it was it bro was they hilarious. have full-on conventions like a, like a fetish furries, it's, it's like hey, a man. hey man every geek yeah, theme has yeah. its own little branch or tentacle i meant there's furries, i'm not hating there's, i'm not hating i'm there's uh, their own. what are those what are those are those bros that like uh my little pony bronies bronies and, uh, <laughs> all right hold on oh, i had bronies. my brony shirt on last week <laughs> jv listen to this this is the synopsis for omaha the cat dancer which came out in 1986 a stripper's right. most peaceful life is shattered when a prudish malcontent turns guns to make their point <laughs> That's what it's about. Wow. Yeah. I love that to hear JB. You know, JB has that that voice. He's got that motivating stripper voice. You know who else was, uh, <laughs> was a motivating sexy, the stripper? Uh, around, was a sexy uh, anamorphic character. If uh, do you remember that chicken uh, Omega Men? No, nobody no. read Omega Men. All right, jeez. The DC Omega, 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 Omega Men. Yeah, DC Omega yeah. Men. Right. It was like yeah. this weird cat-looking chick on Omega Men too. So uh, yeah, man. So you got Omaha the Cat Dancer. You got Omega Men. Then Genus. I meant you know with stars and all the right places. There you go, man. <laughs> I guess. All right. Who do we have next? Oh, oh man. Didn't expect this to show up on here. <laughs> number seven shaker is Kid and Play number nine by Marvel, published in 1992. Rappers on comic book covers have become a thing lately with both Eminem and Notorious B.I.G. gracing the covers of Spider-Man and Deadpool and bringing heat. But before this occurred, two 1990 rappers named Kid and Play got so popular that they received their own comic series from Marvel. Kid and Play started as a rap duo out of New York. Their career really took off after they starred in the movie House Party, which would go on to have five sequels in which Kid and Play would appear in three of them. Martin Lawrence would also go on to make a name for himself My after man. appearing in the first two House Party movies. The Kid and Play comic would only run for nine issues, and this last issue would become the most valuable as they are typically low-printed and become hard to find. Another cool feature of this book is the appearance of a plethora of Marvel superheroes. This week saw a raw copy sell for $100, on a September 26, 2023, tying the all-time high hit in August. Kid and Play are not only pioneers as rappers becoming actors, but also as rappers appearing in comic books. Hmm. Tim, your it's, thoughts about this one? I'm digging it, but I, I don't appreciate that Kid doesn't have his high top fade. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody yeah, yeah, a high top fade. Now. I mean, they gave him dreads. Yeah, wait a minute. Like, no, he had it in issue one, so something happened there by the time he got to that, issue that nine. That was a signature high top Because it was absolutely in the cover. I've got issue yeah. one of this Kid yeah. Play somewhere. Love those house parties. And he had the big high top yeah. fade. Yeah. I think... Uh, his dad, uh, rest in peace, the actor who played his dad, remember, uh, in the house party? And he was, like, saying, 
Yeah. Your ID. Let me see your ID, god damn it. I and then of course there was the other guy who goes, We're playing a public animal in here. No one this one playing no public animal. Um that was the uh, the old that was the old man that was in the um the boomerang movie where he goes, you need to coordinate when you dress. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember no, that. Yeah. That. This is a great cover, uh, yeah. man. This might be my favorite cover so far. Look at all the characters on there. Over the furry? Come on, bro. Over <laughs> the furry. Over the furry. <laughs> all right. Let's go from 1992 and go it's, back it's a, a wee culture. bit. A wee bit farther. Yeah, let's go to 1945 where we have USA Comics number 15. What an amazing sale this week for US, USA Comics number 15. This cover depicts a wild battle scene in the Tiffany's department store located in New York City. Tiffany & Co. has become America's top jewelers with a reputation of opulence and elegance. Although founded in 1837, Charles Lewis Tiffany introduced Tiffany Blue as their official trademark color in the 1940s, a color depicted on this cover, comic cover behind the word Tiffany's. Classic Schlumberg, yeah, Schl Schlumberg goodness, with Captain America kicking butt is the foundation of this 1940s comic book series. Only 32 graded copies of this issue exist on the census, and there's only nine or six. And this is the only 9.6. I don't get the thing yet. I get one more chance. Further, of the entire 17-issue run of USA Comics, which ran from 1941 to 1945, only four copies are graded at 9.6 or better. These high-grade copies rarely exchange hands, so when one does come to the market, it's an event which to date always re results in a record sale price. This week, we saw this unicorn copy sell just shy of $20,000. Wow. Interested to see how things play out the next time it becomes available for purchase. Laura, can you pronounce the um, the artist's name one more time, please? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Go ahead and pass. <laughs> Let's see. Let me give it a shot here. That was awesome. Schomburg. 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 I think it was Schomburg. So I can't. I can't believe that they. I can't believe it. So this is like one of the first times Tiffany Blue has shown up on a comic cover. Even though Tiffany's been around the 1800s. I mean, anybody who is a female or anybody who has a girlfriend or wife, you know what the Tiffany Blue is, right? Hopefully, you do. If not, you're not doing things the right way. All right. USA Comics number 15 from, uh, well, this was probably what, Timely at the time? Uh, I don't think it was Marvel at the time, but 1945, 19,600, and 9.6. That's some time to see shit as, like, or, as we like to say. All right. Uh, here's your chance to get on the board, I think. Maybe. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you being serious right now? Yeah. You, uh, dude, it's only 1960. All right. <laughs> yeah. Tebow thinks this is your chance. With a this is your chance, right? Wonder here, Woman buddy. issue number 160, originally published in 1966. Kind of. Now, there have been many iterations of Cheetah, with Priscilla Rich being the first of four. She first appeared in Wonder Woman issue number six and is one of Wonder Woman's most well known adversaries. Unlike the post crisis on Infinite Earth Cheetahs, Rich possessed no superhuman powers and just wore a cheetah suit. Now, Wonder Woman issue number 160 was the first introduction of Rich's cheetah in the Silver Age. We get all excited about that with Batman people, right? <laughs> now, unlike Batman's rogue gallery, Wonder Woman's enemies are fairly lackluster. 
So it's yeah. no surprise that this book hasn't taken off like some of Batman villains first Silver Age appearances. But that might be changing as a graded 9.0 sold for a record $2,280 on September 25th, which is more than $500 higher than the last sale over a year ago. Now, there have been no sales higher than a graded 9.0 since 2019. And one reason is that there just aren't that many high-grade copies of this book. The CGC census shows 13 copies graded 9.0, and you ready for this? 18 copies graded between 9.2 to 9.8. Even though Cheetah wasn't a hit in Wonder Woman 1984, it Ugh. seems like this book is due to keep climbing based on the lack of high-grade copies that are available. Yeah, I think when people found out she was going to be the main villain of Wonder Woman 84, they were buying up copies. And then after yeah. the movie came out, they were like, uh, that was whack. And I never, yeah. could, I never understood how Cheetah could be Wonder Woman's like arch enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she's Wonder Woman's like a goddess. And you're yeah, she's not some, tough enough. She's not cool enough. Cat lady is going to be yeah. you know, her arch nemesis. Come on now. But uh yeah, that Wonder Woman 84 movie. Don't get me started on that thing, man. How are you going to have a movie no. based in 1984 and not play any music from 1984? Right? Yeah. The whole Just, thing should have been one-hit wonders from 1984. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People forget that Pedro Pascal was in that, too. So he's been in Star Wars. Uh, he was The mm -hmm. Last of Us. And he was... Uh, That's he right. played the, whatever the Wishmaster dude was on uh, Wonder Woman 84, which was just... Just... I... I, I Things that TiVo watched that you shouldn't watch uh, is Wonder That's Woman 84. Movie. I'm just saying. What, what was that show he did, man? What was that show he did while he was filming... Um, the Mandalorian. It was on Apple TV. It had to do with the end of the world. You guys remember the Last that of one? Us? The Last of Us. Yeah, based off the video. It was game. on HBO. Yeah, it was on HBO. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic, man. Yeah, that was I love fantastic. that show. Yeah, it was good. All right, Wonder Woman issue number one sixty from one uh, nineteen sixty six and nine point zero for two thousand two thousand two hundred eighty dollars. That's it. Seems rather undervalued to me. Maybe Cheetah will make a comeback. You never know. <laughs> All right, what I don't know, next? man. Love this cover. Okay, so uh, this is going to be a mouthful. So throw me a bone here. Would I do I say World Tree Thirty Three? It's World oh, Tree. Come on, World, world Tree. World Tree. World Tree. Give him the big. What did you say? What did you say? What World Tree? Bert Herngeif. Irv Herblinger. Bing Livehanger. Livelink. Bert Herkern. Bert. Bingo, ling fucker. You, you know, that. I mean. Maybe because you haven't been around, but World it's Tree World 33, Tree. Number, okay. Shaker number 10. World Tree 33, number one. Aaron Bartling, CBNS, Virgin, Printing Era, Too Dark, by Image, published in 2023. This week, one of the Aaron Bartling Virgin variant covers for World Tree 33, number one. No, Brent it's just Eric, World Tree. No 33. There's no 33. World, it's just World Tree. tree. World yeah. Tree. World yeah. Tree. Um, sorry, okay. kids. He's new to new comics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I've, I've never read this one. World okay. Tree 33 does make sense, though, if you read it World that way. World Tree number one. 
Print error, too dark, sold for a healthy $335 in an encapsulated CDC graded 9.8. This issue ran deep with 58 known variant covers, two of which were recalled due to printing errors. Combine this with rock star writer James Tinian IV, a new hit title, and you have a golden goose. We learned the error copies were all destroyed in order to receive replacement copies. But a few made it through the public. Ten error copies were mistakenly sold at cover price, with one buyer purchasing four of and them. Also, an undefined amount or <laughs> sent out to cops before the error were discovered. This particular error was interesting, as this cover was particularly dark, hiding almost all details drawn by Aaron Bartling. And the error version... All that is visible in this girl's face and illuminated by the phone, the glimmer of the knife, the digital clock, the whites of fear's eyes and teeth, and an outline of her body in the doorway. The corrected version shows far more detail, most notably picture frames in the wall that are completely non-visible in the error edition. In many ways, the error is far creepier and intense Printing errors always seem to catch the eye of a collector. Perhaps you have seen double covers, Wonder Woman number six, incorrect color, fantastic number 110, color book switching to black and white in the middle of the issue, Dazzler number one, or simply the wrong artwork going to print, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number four, second print. One fact that stands true in the comic book collecting world is a Printing error is rare to come by and highly sought after as evidenced in the above mentioned resale values. I like that. That's beautiful. So, so show, show that other one again, Tivo. Yeah. That yeah other man, one. I like oh, the, I yeah. like the correct one love that. better, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I do too. It's so beautiful. Because right we're going to see boobies. Um <laughs> wow. So so this nice. is World Tree 33 number 1. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, World that's crazy. You mentioned the one. Dazzler 1 printing error. I actually just sold that uh in my whatnot show yesterday actually. Yeah, we talked about How much that did you sell that for? Week. May I ask I how much that was sold for? You know what? Let me look it up real quick. Well, we're talking about it. Huh, interesting. All right. I don't. I have one. Way. I have one, but I mine is more like I, I would say a uh I would say more of a fine than anything. While he's looking that up, let me do a seamless transition. Seamless. Into, uh, this is a high quality production value. To get here <laughs> I at the Lords of the Long Box. <laughs> Let's see what's shaking today, boys yeah. and girls. Look at that Thrawn cover right there. I love that. And Dazzler cool. number one printing oh. error from 1981 sold for $42 raw. Yeah. I agree. Not too bad. I still have this giant size, but I no longer have this Hulk 181. Yeah. I love that anyway. Thrawn, though, man. That it's just really intense. What right did you there. get? Are we spoil we're not spoiling. Are we spoiling? Fuck yeah, no. we are. So, dude, fucking what did you think? Badass, I loved Come I on. was thinking to myself, how are they gonna how are they gonna show us how skilled a tactician he is in one yeah. or two episodes? And they right? did it in yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> right? They did it in oh one. Oh my god, man. What? 
if you've seen Rebels, he's actually a good fighter, too. I mean, obviously, you know, Mickelson is a bit older, so I doubt he'll be fighting, um, you know. But if you watch Rebels, Theron, he can throw down. I mean, uh, he can. And- but they, they just I don't think they give him enough credit because if you read the books, he's amazing. He he yeah. knows his stuff, man. He the, this this guy is just not a tactician, man. He, he's a fighter. He's a he's a warrior. You know, have yeah. you read the novels, Marty? I have, I have. Yeah. Matter of fact, I that that I have hair to the empire, right here. Yeah, yeah. Hair. <laughs> so uh, CDC nine point eight sold for two thousand dollars for Thrawn. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be a Thrawn film, right? There, that I don't know if it's going to be on Disney Plus or theatrical, but probably Disney Plus. There's going to be a Thrawn oh, film. Be amazing. Yeah, but I, I think what's more up, of his skills. What's up next? I think is Skeleton Crew, uh, which um, what uh, Jude Law. And those kids that's supposed to take place in another galaxy. So maybe they're in Peridia or this other galaxy. And maybe because it's supposed to intersect with Ahsoka and Mandalorian as well. Um, after I watched Ahsoka, I went back and watched like the last season, uh, uh, last few episodes of Mandalorian season three, last few episodes of Mandalorian season two. And it's so good. So good, man. I'm so telling good. you what, what's another one that I think is eventually going to come out, which I think is underrated is General Grievous because they don't talk too much about him, you know, but if you, if you read the novels, if you read some of the past novels, this has got, this guy has a hell of a history. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because in the films, they don't explain how he got that cough. It's in the novels right. that he battled, right. I think, Obi-Wan. And that's how that's how he developed asthma or got the cough. But uh, let's see. Uh, here you go. Why don't you say this name, Marty? Oh, sorry. Oh, got that. I I, I uh, switched it out there. Sorry, Tivo. Oh, put you back on there. Go back, bitch. Add to the stage. All right. How do you pronounce? Oh, that? I have this book. Yeah, it's no. You Dur- just want you- uh, yeah, Dirjevic, Dirjevic. Anyway, Ultimate Fallout issue number four. I think Kenny Golden State have this one. This at first this was a very this this was a hard to find most expensive copy of uh the ultimate it still is or yeah well no not anymore 43 grand and a nine point eight that was in January. Slide down, Tivo, get the latest and current. That's the high, high, high. Let's see what the last sale of a nine point eight was. Slide down. Uh, on this book. Slide, yeah. Slide down. This is a box. raw dog, by the way, for two thousand dollars. That's slide raw. Down, slide down. Mm, slide. Wow. Down. So the last nine point eight sold for twelve grand. grand. Wow. Good lord. Good lord. I could pay. I could pay a debt off of that bad boy, man. I know, but that's I, such I, a I, huge I, dip. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. From forty-two really? grand to twelve. Come yeah. on, oh, yes, that's a huge man. I, I hope that was like a last time. Drop the 42 you know grand. You know, hey, once Miles it. Morales live comes, then this book is gonna is gonna pick up again. I, I think it'll, it'll, it'll never go back to 42 grand. I think Kane Go to State has a copy that he got from uh Otto, uh, Three Men in the Basement, if I'm not mistaken. It'll so. never go back to 43 grand again. Yeah, it's foom, so crazy. Oh, Disney, All Star Comics. So, oh, hey. Hey now, strange tales. Still have this first appearance of Peace Pot Pete, Peace Pot Pete, Peace Pot Pete, Paste Pot Pete. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Paste Pot Pete. Uh, Comes uh, the first appearance of Doctor Strange. One point oh for eight hundred dollars. Wow. 
I have a yeah. 5.5. Whoa, 9.2 sold in 2022 for 72 Jesus. grand by the hoary host of Hagoth. All right. <laughs> I'm digging that. Say that again, Tim. There you go, Laura. By the hoary host <laughs> of Hagoth. I know. I was <laughs> eyeing this one. It's a blonde with the red dress and apparently Humpty Hump from the. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> never look at this cover again. Same way again. That is Humpty Hump. The whole... <laughs> love it, man. I love it, man. <laughs> Captain America number 64, full length action thriller. And this issue, Diamond Spell Doom. Bucky Barnes, oh, right I there. Got, I done got, got signed, signed out. out. That's what happened. Logging back in. Yeah, I want to see what uh, that goes for. What's oh, he can't get in. <laughs> uh, what's going on here? Hold on. You know, this is a perfect time to finish this and go into our giveaway since we were having yeah, just like a that. little. See, I mean, oh, I'm a bit here. Oh, Look at that handsome devil right there. Look, look, look. Man, that's a really good that. picture, actually. That's a really that, good picture. That's like staring at that. Yeah, man, you almost look like Doctor Strange on there, man. The that, was my, like my, that was my Zoolander model, you know, face. <laughs> my Zoolander model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What was this? Um, blue, blue Fierce? What were we going to look at? Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Yeah. <laughs> what were you want to look at? You want to look at this Captain America? Blonde no, with the red uh, go to the uh, Nick Fury real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to look at the Humpty Hump? All right, shit. Man, <laughs> go, to the Nick, go to the Nick Fury. Let's do real the Humpty quick. Hump. Yeah, the Nick Ooh, Fury shield. Psychedelic, Steranko covers. Steranko, but the... look. Is he? I had that I mean, Jim Lee. Was it just the uh, period in 1968? Oh, yeah, and this is that. like yeah, an acid was, trip, right? Here. No, out. it was Steranko. The whole I mean, psychedelic he, kind of yeah. wave to it. Yeah. I mean, look at some of the other ones too. I meant uh, this uh, one too. That? I have this one. This That's one cool. too. This one is gorgeous. Um, number, he was a trendsetter, uh, man. Oh, oh no, that one, shield. number seven. Seven is homaging a very famous artist. Oh, the melting clocks. That's um, Dolly. Dolly, wow, yes. Salvador Dolly, uh, name. Salvador oh, Dolly. Wow. Good eye, good eye, Laura. This reminds me of like <laughs> 60s, 70s spy stuff, like, uh, you know, the James side James Bond. Like, James uh, Bond, yeah. Some Ian our, Fleming Our man stuff, Flint, yeah. um, you know, all those guys. Uh, who was that? Dean Martin even played a character one time. You know, everybody was like, uh, you know. Our, if you don't know Iron Man Flint, go look up uh, James Coburn, Iron Man Flint. Um, it was like the American version of James Bond, but uh, not as cool. But it was, it was uh, you know, what we had. Uh-oh, not Judo Master. Uh -oh. <laughs> Judo Master, yes. Judo Master, I remember that. Karate that needs to be a cosplay. What are you guys judo. doing with Oh, oh my wow. god, you could do that, it all. You know, that, that was the big martial arts back then, man, was Judo. Everything was judo back. Even the the James Bond movies and and all the the judo old movies. All, judo, yeah, man. Even judo Star Trek jump. back then. We're, we're six hundred dollars. Judo, judo chop nine point two for the first appearance of Judo Master. There you go. Kind of digging it. Like it. Even even says jujitsu before I, I, uh, became Brazilian jujitsu, like yeah. it was just Japanese jujitsu. You know, there you go, man. Yeah. Something really. Hey, I, did I sell this? Hmm. I think I, did. I have that one. I have that one. I have, right that there. I have, I have the Predator. Have the Conan I, number what's one. What's up with the Superman? I know. What is Superman scrapbooking? I meant is yeah, scrapbooking. scrapbooking. Oh my God! Lois thinks nice. the globe against terrific odds without Superman's help. So she thinks. Look at the colors on that book, though. That's 
it that's popping. They were always popping back then. Yeah, they were always popping with the the the, the reds, reds and the yellows, the blues and the yellows. The yeah. Yellow. But see, the next yeah. two issues, uh, the issue before and an issue after, were all were all yellow covers. It's yeah. it was a thing when the uh, golden age Batman books for some reason. I I don't know why. Don't know why. Punisher War Journal. That's dope. This reminds me of the Spider-Man uh, animated the cartoon. This makes me want to liquidate a little bit, man, and try to kind of try to get some funds. You know, you should. I have. I just hold. Here's the thing, man. I hold on, and and I, I get these these books. I hold on, and I don't. I, I don't really look at them very much anymore having my collection and a lot of these ones that were i guess second age keys or you know just in that type of tier second third level keys they become bigger keys nowadays but then you know i'm just like oh they're not really big so and my, my collection is has changed so much from the things that I want to keep and the things that I, I want to make. You got to evolve, Marty. You got to yeah. sell, evolve, buy. With yes, you. yes. Oh I'm goodness. sending to you guys. Okay. I'm, I'm, Is this matter of fact, just a you know, comic Laura, strip? I think so. I'm going to send to you guys and you guys are going to sell for me. <laughs> I think this is just uh, a bit of a comic strip or something. I don't know. The Adventures of Superman. Know what that is. Pie Copay. What does that mean? Pie Copay. What does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea, but it's I meant uh somebody paid for it. I meant shit. So uh, where's Matt in the live chat when we need him, man? This should have been on the shakers list if we talk about this. Oh, oh, oh master. Oh no, weird to see terrifier. Terrifier. Oh what is that? I like it. Damien Leone's Terrifier did, book one. Who did the cover? No. Uh, Steve, Steve McGinnis. McGinnis. Oh, yes. Very popular <laughs> name in that type of genre. God damn, yeah. that is messed up, man. This came out in I 2021. Art the man. Clown. 450. It inside of me that I didn't realize. Oh, here's <laughs> something to terrify you just if you don't like clowns. <laughs> Are you clown Ooh. lovers out there? <laughs> terrible. It's, I hate it's terrifying. I don't like it. Terrible, terrible clown. <laughs> Look at it, Laura. Look, David. Nightmares, <laughs> nightmare weeks right there. You know, I was watching last night. I was watching the remake of The House of Wax, and uh, Jared yes! Pedonicki is in it, the guy from Supernatural, I think. Uh, but it is mess. Paris Hill oh. was in that, wasn't she? I don't think so. No, it's, or is it the later one? She was in. You're the just later talking about Paris Hilton made that. out of wax. Yeah, but no, it was called, I have not seen it. So it was called House of Wax. It was from the dude from uh, was it was because uh, I recognized like oh my god, the guy from Supernatural, the tall brother, Jared Pat. Yeah, Mickey, I there, there was. I, I remember there was one that was uh, was done for the '80s, and then I remember no. the like a, a newer version that was done with Paris Hilton in there. I don't. So yeah, I do remember this. that. All right. How about some uh heavy metal, dude? I've got some I've got some I got some older heavy metals, man. Do not have number one though? That's some angry robots right there. Yeah, <laughs> magazine number AI, one. Wow. AI um, losing control right here. $399 for our odd dog. $949 for 9.8. Man, this is like this is yeah. history, man. Like when it I is. was a kid, reading these were like man, it was like damn near akin to reading a Playboy because it was like yeah. a very yeah, yeah. adult. Um Awesome. And then I, obviously the heavy metal movie came out. I still have that on VHS too, by the way. I remember getting a heavy metal one. Remember the movie when it came out? There was a cover mm -hmm. that actually had the movie cover 
uh, poster on it. And I remember going to the bookstore uh, and I was like, dad, I want that one right there. He's like, no, no, you can't have that one. You know, because Sammy yeah, Hager, that song, dun, 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 heavy yeah, yeah, yeah. And Devo I, was in it, we're through, we're being cool, dun, dun, whip dun, it, dun. whip it good. No, they, they sang, we're cool, we're through with uh, being cool because Devo is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, <laughs> all right, boys and girls, it's time for a giveaway. Hey, Tivo, what's six divided by nine? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, look at that no. thing. Does that look like a plus sign to you? No. <laughs> no. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. That is a divide sign, man. Look at Jiggy, that. We were trying to solve it. We're like one point. If you look at that five, it looks like five divided by two. It does. All right. We it. still only got 33 comments. It looks like that's going to be it. Are you guys ready to run this? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Drum roll. And we're going to actually change the format, by the way. We just want to mention this, that uh, the books are going to be shipping from me going forward. Um, I've already got, you know, a nice little setup here to ship books because of the whatnot. So I will be taking over the responsibilities. So you're yeah, going to have to come find me. And I'm taking, I'm, and I'm, and I'm, yeah. I'm keeping receipts. I'm well, right. No, I haven't received their books yet. Hit up JB because I'm going to mail them in a, a giant big box of porn, a big box of uh, comics, and he's going to take care of that for you. Since you're going to pass the torch, still okay. 33. All right, here Passing we go. Passing the torch. And this week's giveaway is going to five divided by seven. Minnesota Geek, that Wolverine oh, 37 hey. cover Congratulations, is fire. Bro. I need it. Is the winning comment. Minnesota Geek. Let me take a screenshot of that. <laughs> right. yeah, Let me take a screenshot. I'm like, hey, you guys remember who won? They're like, I don't know. I have to rewatch. I have no oh. idea who won shit. Yeah, it, it becomes a thing to track people down, too. So, yeah, all right. So congratulations, Minnesota down. Geek. Uh, right. You have exactly nice. eight hours to get your one. I'm just kidding. You know, by the time the next giveaway is done, then hopefully you should have. Yeah. Uh, Hit up JB at Discovery Bay Comics on Instagram, Marty at Marty at Comic Book Fanatics, Laura at Bird City Comics. Everybody has their IG handle on there. People Damn just, right. we're ready to go. I don't have mine. They just have to search for me, I guess. So. You just need to change it on the the comment section because uh, uh, you know, just change it. Just change yeah, it. they just got to search Lords of Longbox and they'll find me. There you go. There you go. Simple as that, baby. The name is in the title. The title's in the name. One of those two. <laughs> Laura, any last words? So. Things that Laura watched that I did not like. There's this thing all over Instagram right now on Hulu called No One Can Save You. Have you guys heard about this on Hulu? No. It's like an alien abduction movie, which Anthony's really into that. I like me some alien abduction. It just came out and everybody was posting about it. So I watched it last night and I don't know. It's one of those films after it was over, I had to go and like YouTube video what it even meant, like find an explanation online because I was so confused. I know there's a documentary on Netflix right now, but it's more. Was that an up or a down? I I missed it. It was a don't watch it or do watch it. She said don't watch it. I think I think you should watch it, but then DM me what it's about because I don't understand. (laughs) Be careful when you say. What's it called again, Laura? Yeah, be careful. (laughs) It's called No One Can Save You, and No One Can Save You. Okay. Yeah, it's very. It's about specifically about alien abduction. Well, it's about this girl that's kind of like a recluse in her town, and then like people just start getting abducted okay. and there's aliens and yeah but i don't want to give is, it, it, is it a movie or is it a biography it's a movie oh, uh it's oh, okay change it, is right it has really good suspense but like she doesn't talk throughout almost the entire movie i think she only speaks once 
the perfect woman. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> JB, any last words? Um, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you. Make sure to comment your favorite cover down below to be entered into. No, I don't. Are we doing that for this show? I don't even know anymore. You know what? Go follow me on Instagram. That would be cool. Follow me on Instagram. Make sure you're following Laura. Make sure you're following Marty over here. And as always, don't forget, we had a good time. Peace. Marty, would you like to say our uh, farewell blessings? Yes, absolutely. But first of all, I'd like to say, JB, I'm I'm loving the ruggedness, man. I'm I'm, I'm it's like yeah. up here in the Pacific man. Northwest when it gets cold like this. Yeah, you need a beard, man. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it, man. It kind of, you know, it, it's getting to that no shave November for me too, man. I'm yeah, I'm gonna start start doing it brother so hey that's what i got the same here i do no shit november too but i think i just i'm just gonna go with clark gable mustache, clark oh, gable nice. mustache. Yeah, i'm doing like a 40s hollywood style you know what yeah. I'm saying? you can pull it off like that would look good yeah. i like it all right so may the comic gods continue to bless your long boxes and guide you in your comic wait for it hunts hunting <laughs> still doesn't hunts. sound good <laughs> Still doesn't sound good, but okay. And may you all find your keys and holy grails. Excelsior, folks. Excelsior. Thank you for joining. Yeah. We thought we agreed that it was good. You were say comic hunting, right? Not comic, uh, I, hunt. comic hunts, comic but you hunting. know, comic hunting's I wanted I wanted to emphasize the hunts a little bit. See, maybe it maybe it <laughs> that changed. still doesn't sound right. That's no, doesn't said, sound okay, right. Okay, okay. I'll go with hunting from now on. So it's all comic right. huntings. All right, for okay. Laura, JB, and Marty, this is TiVo. Uh, sorry to Matt Damon who can't make it. He'll have be on next Tuesday's show. So peace out, everybody, and keep digging in the long boxes. Have a fantastic weekend.